welcome back everyone to the podcast um as per usual thank you for all your feedback and love of the previous episodes and all our episodes i looked and trained to busan when i last looked had about 1900 views oh i haven't really been looking like usually i look like every other day or something but now i'm like once a week i'm like you know because like i used to like look all the time and i'm like let me let me stop looking let me <laughs> let me get a life <laughs> stop looking at this yeah but also uh thank you so much on on uh the youtubes we got over 50 followers and that's pretty neat um you know sponsors look how many followers we got just sponsor us Um, (laughs) sponsor us we don't know anything about sponsors um but this week we are going to uh review the second installment of a film that we've already watched, um, The Conjuring 2. Um, I don't know how we're going to get round to watching The Conjuring 3 because I don't know if you're from the UK, but <laughs> it's mm. uh, a little bit difficult, right? It, it's it's near enough impossible unless you go to a movie theatre to watch The Conjuring 3. Um, we'll so I don't know if we're going to be able to... We'll, we'll figure it out. If we can't, we'll watch something else. Um, but yeah, for this week, we're going to do The Conjuring 2. Yeah. I thought it was way better. On, yeah, so much better than the first one. Definitely, I, they upped the creepy factor a lot. Because I, like, I've, again, I always say this every time we cover movies like this. I don't like spirit or demon movies. I think they're all the same and it's never really entertaining to me. So when it came to The Conjuring, I really didn't care for these movies or like just the movies in this universe, like Annabelle, I don't really care. Um, But this one was way much better than the first one, like so Mm -hmm. much better. And I think I liked it more because of actually getting, actually being able to see like the the demon in this one compared Mm -hmm. to the first one. The first one is just like the mom was possessed and then she had like you know the the distorted the, the weird face like the demon face or whatever and then that was it but this one you actually have two different demons you see and i thought and i, I actually really really like the cricket man oh yeah he was he was scary <laughs> i read like when that when he popped out that tent and then it was like twice he popped out the tent but i think it was like the second time when he like ran through the wall yes best part i was like yes i love this i heard they're supposed to come out a, a cricket man though so i'm kind of excited for that yeah i read that somewhere is it going to be part of the universe or is it a separate film is it like the nun part of the universe i assume cricket oh so man. it must be then yeah yeah because like be i read that they're like in i guess i don't know if they're still writing the script or not but last i read they were like working on a script for it so it probably won't come out for another like couple years probably i'll say like what 23 or 24 maybe so um yeah i'm excited for that one um i don't know if i'll watch the i mean i'll watch the nun at some point like i said i did like having her in this one but i don't know if it's like enough to get me to watch it though but like the crooked man yes i'll watch that yeah because i think the nun is a prequel Mm -hmm, yeah and it's got Vera, is it Famiga, their last name or something like that? I, I, I don't know how to pronounce their last name. Who plays Lorraine. Her younger sister 
Tessia. Is that who the girl is from in America? Yeah, it was American, American Horror Story. Story. Yeah, um, she plays the, one of the nuns in it and is apparently a descendant of Lorraine. So I like that. I like that little family tie-in. I I want to watch the nun just because I want to watch every film of the Conjuring series. Like I just I just want to, <laughs> just because just to get the the gist. Um. But yeah, The Conjuring 2 for me, they really saw what they did wrong with the first one and decided to up the creepy factor by like 50 and they just, you know, they they just went for it and the ambiance in the film was just really good, like constantly just at a point where you're like slightly constantly on edge. Um, Or at least going, oh man, what's going to happen next? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I I also liked the story of the family too. Like it it you kind of got to care about the characters a lot more in this one. Like you cared that the oh, girls I, I, the, I really didn't. <laughs> didn't you? I did. I cared about no, them. No, I I don't know. Like I don't know. Like I just it, I like it's always the same thing every time so I never really get connected to the family cuz it's like I don't know, like, in this one, like, I don't know what it was. I, I just never, it depends on the movies. I never really get connected to the characters like that, and you know. I think the reason why I kind of, like, I suppose part of it is that it's they're in England, so I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can vibe with that. Um, and also, um, it is so, Eng- it's so much more, like, comforting, I suppose, because I understand the societal side of it with the family and um, especially because I think it's in the late 70s. Like, I liked the fact that they talk about a single mum, like, in that time. It, you know, it's unheard of, really, or if it is, it's kind of shameful. But she's just doing her best to look after her kids. And I just like, yeah, that's relatable you know that that i can relate to that well not relate to it personally but i can find some sympathy there for her um and also i i liked the the girl who was possessed like fair honor she um she can act uh <laughs> she can but also i need i need people to start messing with the Ouija boards oh yeah no for I sure need, but I then need... this is this is this is the late seventies, so I don't think there was enough warning back then about them. I it's like I just need people to stop doing like seances and Ouija boards and like doing it wrong. Also, can we just uh the mother when she ripped it <laughs> when she ripped it apart, I was like, No, I was like, no, you made the angry. I mean, they kind of made it. I will, I'll give them credit. It was like a decent Ouija where they made out of like cereal boxes and pencils. <laughs> I'll give them that. Like they, it, it, it looked decent, and the fact that it worked, it did. So yeah. I give them oh, credit yeah, for the, that. The that it worked. But at the same time, it's like I need y'all to stop messing with these daggone Ouija boards. Like why? I don't. It's just like what. Mm. Remember though, this was like before Satanic Panic, so it's just it's just didn't... in it's just in general in like oh yeah to, it, I don't know I don't know how to put it, but it's just like all these movies, these horror movies. Okay, sorry to be that person, 
when it comes to these horror movies and white people. They it always is. No, it is. do stupid stuff that they shouldn't be doing or not so smart things. And then you got the black people. We're sitting there like, you know, yo, we shouldn't be doing this. And then we end up dead because the white person thought it was a good idea to do something or like not listen. And I'm just like, I'm tired. Oh, no, that's true. Straight up. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> that's true. Straight up. That um, every per- every problem in a horror movie can be resolved if they just listen to the black character. Yes. <laughs> If we say, let's go, don't mess with it, we mean, let's go, don't mess with it. It can save your life. Don't mess with it. But what do they do? They mess with it, and then we die first. Until Jordan Peele came along. Oh, Jordan Peele, yes. I'm... Have you seen the trailer for Candyman, the new one that came out like last week? It looks good. I'm excited. I'm so excited. It comes out, I think, August, I think. So I'm excited to see that movie. Like I saw the original. Um, I don't know. I'm really a big fan of the original, to be honest. Like I don't know. It's just something about it. I didn't like. I don't know. It wasn't like. I guess entertaining enough for me. Like it wasn't bad, but like I don't think I'll ever like watch it again. Or like if I do, it'll probably be like you know, years down the road I'll watch it again. I'm and I'm not interested in like the sequels that they had for it. But this one looks really good. It does look really, really good. But then it's Jordan Peele, so of course. It's oh, Jordan Peele! Good. Oh, mm, never misses. He never, never misses. misses. I like the fact that he's a con- he wrote comedy for the longest time, and then mm-hmm. was just like, "Yeah, I'll write a horror film." Mad TV. <laughs> that's where I saw him at before it was a Keegan. And, I don't. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. Is it Keegan I, I never. I, I don't know. I I've never watched it. Um. Oh, Mad TV was hilarious. It came on... Well, for me, I know it came on cable. I didn't have cable growing up. so But for me, it came on Saturday nights at like at either 11 o'clock or like midnight it came on. So I would stay up late to watch it. And it was hilarious and stuff. And then they took it off and I was sad. And then I never saw Key in in, uh, Peel, that show. I never watched it. I saw like, you know, clips, like skits of it and stuff on like you know facebook but i've never actually like watched like a whole entire episode yeah they're funny um no i'm i'm looking forward to anything that jordan peele releases um so (laughs) you know like some people say that they have an author that they just buy the book of because it's from that author this is the this is the this is the director that I'll just watch whatever he makes because it's it's Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. It's always good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so The Conjuring Two. Uh, I don't know, like timeline wise, where this film sits because I don't know if a sequel became you know was really where it it is on the timeline. I don't know. Oh, the time. Um, uh, shoot, I. I don't know Wait, either because it's con- always. Um, isn't like the nun the first or conjuring something? series in order? Oh wait, so it's Annabelle creation. Oh, that's pretty. The good. nun, Annabelle, Annabelle comes home. There's uh, three Annabelle. The conjuring. Yeah, the I curse of La Llorona. Um, then the conjuring two, then the conjuring dead. The devil made me do it. The La, La was the Lilarina? La Larona. That comes before the Conjuring Two. Why did I think that was like? Conjurings. I thought that was like current times, to be honest, but I haven't seen it, so 
Um, so the, the years, if you really want to get... <laughs> so Annabelle creation takes place between 1943 and 1967. The Nun takes place between 1952 and 1971. Um, Annabelle is 1967. Annabelle Comes Home is between 1968 or... So it's either between 1968 to 1969 or 1971 to 1972. They don't know. The Conjuring is 1968 to 1971. The Curse of La Llorona is 1973. The Conjuring 2 is 1976 to 1977. And The Conjuring, the devil made me do it, is 1981. Next, they gotta do the 90s. Oh, that would be hilarious. Imagine imagine Ed Warren. <laughs> they gotta age him up a bit. Wait, when did, when did Ed Warren die? Because I... I... They got Ethan, man up. Oh, that's okay. He died in 2006. I was about to say, like, damn, imagine if they killed him like he died at the end of the country oh well they gotta do it in 2000 <laughs> there's one in 2006 and he's just like i'm very old mm, but like they have to like age uh patrick wilson up and um oh, they do don't they and uh I, what's her vera. name the lady that yeah i was like what's her name vera they gotta age both of them up a lot so yeah so the conjuring 2 it um man it is it is a lot better it's definitely a lot better in terms of everything i wonder if part of it was also like funding because i feel like there was a lot more like things going on like effects i mean the i'll say the cgi for cricket man wasn't the best but like it still was decent yeah it was still like it was a little 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 you know like like but it wasn't bad though like I said, it was nice. I liked it. I think that, like I said, that's why I liked it more. I don't know. When it comes to, like, I don't know, like, when it comes to demon stuff or whatever, like, possessive, I want more, um, like, actual, like, demons. Like, I want to see demons. I don't want to see, like, a person with, like, a, you know, demon face. I want, like, a legit demon. And I, like I said, that's why I like, I don't, I, I guess just in general, like, I want monster stuff. I want creature stuff showing up. Mm. To me, that's what makes like a movie a little bit better when it has like monsters or creatures in it. I quite liked it most. I think the story was better written too this time. Like it seemed a bit more cohesive this time, um, especially because the first Conjuring, I felt it there. It was very choppy, like quite a choppy film. Whereas. Um, this film was a lot more it it rolled into each other a lot easier whether that was because of editing because there was a bit where television people were recording the first time you hear her talk as bill um and then it just blended out to ed and lorraine hearing it i thought that's actually pretty good because i was worried how they're gonna introduce them to the to the case Mm mm-hmm and I was like, if they do it where it's like uh, the priest comes out of the car and then waves at them like, hi, I have a case for you. I'd be like, oh, that would be bad, like bad storytelling as in like pacing. But I like the fact that they did it where you hear the recording and then you see that Ed and Lorraine are listening to it. I thought that way the, the story just seemed a little bit more cohesive and a bit more just well structured uh the one thing that i i know is a horror film i get that and i get it's meant to be set in london (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a very American thing to make out that England is this really dingy place. Okay, so when because I when they first everything went to England, was blue. Yeah, I'm about to say that I was like, why are they making? <laughs> I don't think England is like cloudy twenty four seven. Like it makes no, it, it, like they made it seem like y'all don't get like sunlight or something, and it's just cloudy yeah. all the time. When they turned up and it was like pouring with rain, I was like, okay, f- fuck, it doesn't rain all the time. <laughs> it rained more when I was in Baltimore than it did like the two weeks I came back afterwards. It rained more <laughs> when I visited Baltimore than it did. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I noticed I like, that. I was like, dang. <laughs> they got and y'all was blue over blue there. Tw- like, yeah, they were really blue. Everything was blue. <laughs> it's like when they, like, like the showed, walls were blue. <laughs> like, when they showed the scene, like, when they were in the U.S., it's, like, all sunny and warm, and then the second it gets to England, it's just, like, blue and cold and everything. <laughs> and Do I'm it. like, dang. That is so true. <laughs> That you can tell when an American film is is trying to be a slightly like fuck you to the other country because like if they go to Mexico in films, it's all it's yellow. Yellow, <laughs> it's so yellow <laughs> or orange. It's like we have to let them know somehow it's hot outside. <laughs> you know, I was about to say I was like England lives in twilight twenty four seven. It's like honestly, twi- how did you? Guys you about to walk out? <laughs> you about to walk outside and see Edward? Yeah, I mean, I go outside and I'm just blue. I am constantly blue. Um, it's like you're you're in a you're in a Twilight movie. Yeah, I am mm. the best one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But goodness. I feel like that was just like that was the one thing I, I well, there was a few things that I didn't enjoy about the film, um, but one of the things I didn't enjoy was the the lighting. <laughs> Like some of the lighting and the the color choices were just like I was like okay, that's a bit on the nose. <laughs> that's a little bit uh, that's like oh we're going to England. How can we let them know we're in England right now? Let's make everything blue and rainy. Let's make everyone look like they haven't seen sunshine in twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> And if there's black people in the background, they also also gotta look blue. They've also that, that, look blue. that like purplish color. Because God forbid there's sunlight anywhere. Um, but yeah, so that was one of my qualms, and also it was just very dark. It was like yeah, I I actually had to I watch it. See in, anything? Yeah, I had to watch it in the dark because like I had to close like my shade and stuff. Because if I have the shade open, I can't, like, see. So I had to close my window. Yeah, no, I had to close my window to watch it. Because I was like, this is so dark. I can't see anything. That's what, that's kind of why, like, you know, when it comes to, like, horror movies, too, I, like, you gotta watch them at night or something. Or just, like, your room is, like, you know, the shade is down. Because I feel like most horror movies are just so hard to see during the day. It's like, I would it, like to I, see the movie yeah. I'm watching, please. <laughs> no, so I had we're going to make it dark. I, I had to have um, my blinds open today because the builder's in and out and Winnie would just bark at the window if I don't open the blinds. So I was watching this film and for about 20 minutes, I swear to God, I had to go just by sound alone 
of what was going on. I was like, it was like echolocation. Like, where are they? <laughs> I joked to my friend when I was, when I, cause I actually started watching it and then I had to stop. Cause I was like, I watched this when, um, you know, when I closed the windows and I like joked to my friend and I was like, this is me trying to watch the conjuring. And it's like, uh, I forgot what GIF I sent, but it was like someone like squinting like really hard and stuff. And I was like, that's me trying is to watch the, this movie. Is it the lady? Is it the lady with the hands on her knees? Like, oh, that I shouldn't use that, but no, it was. That, I think it was. was um, what's the guy's name? The guy from the Mask Singer. The he's in. I think he's in Community. Um, the Asian guy. I can't remember his name. He's in Hangover. Oh yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. He had like a piece of paper, and he was like squinting really hard at it because he couldn't see it. And I was like, this is me, trying to like watch this movie i gotta squint to see it because it's so dark uh that was kind of like one of the things that i found it then became quite difficult to get into the film because it was like oh man it is so dark in here. <laughs> it's so dark otherwise i i did really enjoy the film i think i think the because also it is a true it's based on the true story of like that's what i like about the conjuring so they take the story that Ed and Lorraine Warren were at, they actually did, and um, then slip it into the Conjuring universe, obviously including this nun ghost thing. And that's what I like about it, because they, they actually, they don't make up the stories of Ed and Lorraine Warren, whether you believe in what they did well, or what they, they didn't do. They exaggerate it, probably. Yeah, they exaggerate probably what happened. But what I like is is that they add the dates that they went there. Um, I think at the end of the film, during the uh, credits, you can hear Ed Warren talking to the the Bill ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you, like they actually actual, play it, like his, the actual tape. And I, I think that's quite cool. But then that's just the history nerd in me. Um like they even show pictures of the kids and like the mom, which like, I just yeah, thought was, was really cool. a nice touch, a nice touch. You know what I w- I wish. Oh no, I say you know what I maybe I don't know I because I I completely forgot unless I didn't know but but um they like I guess they investigated the Amityville. I kind of wish they did like a movie on that like Conjuring, but like I don't did they like really look into that or was that like a quick like hey come over here and. Obviously, well, they didn't, they like, stay hint. at the house or anything. They kind of hinted towards it, didn't they, at the beginning of the film. Yeah, that um, that's why I, I, w- I kind of wish they, like, kind of covered it more. I've never I, seen, the, I've know, never seen the Amityville movie, so. I mean, we covered the murder on the podcast. <laughs> I I know. But I've never seen the movie, though. Was it, like, Ryan uh, Reynolds is I in told, it or something? I, I fucking told you everything you need to know. <laughs> but I wanted the movie version, too. I'm, d- I'm d- I want to see how yeah, no, there, exaggerated there, there they made nine, it. There was a 1970 whatever it was version and then there was like a 2006 whatever it was version with Ryan Reynolds yeah, in it. Ryan, and, yeah. and I had like a weird war flashback of that today because obviously when they talk about Armitaville in the film I was like damn Ryan Reynolds was in the film. <laughs> and it was a really bad film. <laughs> really bad Ryan film. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. 
I hope he never gets involved with a sex scandal because that man is just pure. <laughs> Listen, was it like how people say like if Markiplier and Jacksepticeye falls into one of those, it's like people are like, I'm never watching YouTube ever again. Same thing as like if Ryan Reynolds like comes out like later on that he did something, I'm like, I'm done. I can't. The, it, he was the most, he was like the wholesome one. He was meant to be the amazing individual. You know, he's not meant to be the pedophile. Mm. <laughs> um, like, I swear, if Markiplier Jacksepticeye, one day, I swear, I'm like, I'm a cry first. And then never trust anybody on YouTube ever again. <laughs> oh yeah, no, fully. But it's when like when when Red Wolf Gamer <laughs> when that oh, came out, good I was Lord. I was like, damn, he it wasn't even an allegation. There was court records and I was like, Oh <laughs> And then his like was it his ex wife or like girlfriend came out and said stuff and it's just like Ugh And then was it cryotic? Cryotic, I was like, stop, oh. please. I was God so dang it, pissed cry. off at Cry. I was so pissed off at Cry because he had a great thing going we on. We were rooting but then he had for to be, you. Like, we, that, that fucking gift. We were rooting for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I dang it, Cry. I was rooting. And then you had to fucking ruin it, you twat. Um, but mm-hmm. no, I, I, I feel that way as well. I'm just like, please, just these people, please. <laughs> Don't. Mark, don't let me down. <laughs> Mark, don't let me down. Jack, Jack. I feel, like everyone's re- I feel like everyone's replaced Cry now with Corpse Husband. Does he, does he even... Okay, okay. I understand. Man's voice is hot. Yes, it is. I will admit that man's voice is hot. But does he actually do anything? Like, does he actually regularly put videos out? Because, like, all I saw was him playing games with other people and then it just kind of died down like i don't hear anything from him ever now like it's just like a song here and there and i'm just like the night will lie his music ain't all that like that one song was okay everything else i'm like i cannot listen to this man like this is he i can't i don't really like his other stuff no i've got to be honest his music is not that great um but he does (laughs) everyone's like oh my god panties wet for his songs and i'm just like are you listening to the same songs because it's not that great uh he does like ghost story retellings on his channel oh i meant like gaming because he does like he tells like ghost stories and then on his gaming channel he does a lot of among us to be honest listen oh excuse me i progressed the mic um among us i am tired of it now like everyone this is it's that game that everyone just started playing and ran with it and they won't stop playing it and it's like there's only so much content you can make with among us after and after a while it just gets so boring like really fast like i used to watch um what's his name um h2o delirious play among us and i think i watched maybe like 10 of his videos of Among Us, and then after a while, it just started getting annoying, and I was just like, this is kind of boring now, and I don't want to watch Among Us, and I played the game, too. It was fun, like, the first, like, two weeks, and then I was like, I can't play this anymore. I ain't feeling it anymore. Like, it's, I don't know, and then, like, I think people still play it, and I'm just like, okay, it's over. Like, let, let's go to the next game, you know? Like, yeah, it's probably, like, I mean, they're having the time of their lives with that game, but it's kind of, it's not fun watching it anymore. For me. 
Yeah, I the only one I watch now is when Jack does the hide and seek version, where you know who the imposter is. But him play it. So like you know who the imposter is, but you have to hide from them, and then if they find you, they can kill you, and it's just really funny. <laughs> My favorite episode that Jack ever did was when was when Dodger was playing with them and she was being really nice like helping ev- she was like helping everyone and like everything like that and then Jack was like oh Dodger it's been really nice playing with you and everything like that she goes oh yeah it did but it's been great and just then they managed to go into this dark corner and then she kills him and goes away <laughs> and I was like perfect <laughs> chips kiss you know I miss her um I miss her gaming news oh yeah I miss that too <laughs> She was saying, like she was saying on one of her streams that the problem is, is that she was spending so much money on production that it wasn't being profitable doing the episodes. It was like she was spending money, and um, because she had to pay, she had to pay an editor to like edit it too. Oh, I was about to say, like, couldn't she like? I don't know, like, what was it? My one friend, he was telling me, I don't watch uh, Matt Santoro anymore. I used to watch him a lot, but I don't anymore. Oh, like, he got on my fucking like, tits. Oh, after, he got on my okay, fucking so tits. Okay, so this is, this is what happens. This is what happens when it comes to a lot of YouTubers I watch. So, like, I'll, like, find a new YouTuber or, like, get hooked on someone. But then after watching him for a couple months... Um, and if it, it, it's like, I just get bored because they start putting out the same content. It's like the same format, but like a different topic. So like with Matt Santoro, it was always like top 10 creepypasta, top 10, you know, conspiracy theories, top 10, but it was like the same format every week. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting bored of this now. Like I, I know this is like your thing, like you're known for this, but I need you to come out with something different now. And he just kept doing it. He he stopped doing it for like six months. He said, I'm not doing it anymore because I want the channel to be happy, which was fine. But then he was doing his science facts videos again. And he was again doing science facts that everyone knew. And everyone was just like, you learned this in the second grade or you, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you learn this. Like, you learn this when you're like 10 like it's not engaging anymore, and then he went, and then he went back to creepy pastas, and I was just like, "This man." And then he found in real life, he found God, which is fine. But oh, did every he really? Inst- <laughs> and then every post was about Jesus for a, a while, and I was just like, "Look, <laughs> the it's only fine." It's fine that you found faith because, like, my uncle did that. Um, you know, he found God and all that. I'm not religious. That's fine. The one thing I hate is when every single time you talk, you relate it back to your religion. I'm just like, I don't care. I I really don't care. Like, it's, it's, and- <laughs> it's okay to sprinkle it here and there, but, like, don't don't drown, you know drown us in it yeah like there was a time where literally every tweet he did he put at the end god is good and i was like is he though <laughs> sir please. Uh, please sir. is he though no like um sir 
the only time the only time i actually like watched his videos like as of not even recently it was like last year was when he got his stuff stolen that was the only time i actually like was nosy and like started watching his stuff again because i was like yo what happened like give me the tea spill it and he was just like yeah like i want to move no but like yeah no it was uh my like i said my friend he was telling me that like i think matt was like getting upset because he wasn't making enough money from his videos to like make the videos or something but this is like recently and i i didn't look into it but that's what he was telling me so, and i was like so basically youtube has changed like the advertising law you have to tell it now that, that it is an advert and you have to be very specific that it's an advert otherwise you get demonetized i think it is so a lot of youtubers they would sneak the advertisement in, right? They would sneak it in, but now they've literally got to be like, "Here's an ad." Did you? Not, did I tell you it's an ad? Did I tell you that this is an ad? Well, here's an advertisement um, for these glasses. Advertisement. Yeah, an and so ad. a lot of you, a lot, a lot of YouTubers are like finding it difficult to get that in. But also, I feel like we will talk about Conjuring Two in a minute. But like, um, what I find with uh people. The problem is with Matt's videos is that they're not original. So once yeah, you take like, once once people have seen your top your top fifty facts episode six hundred and eighty five or however many you've done, they're not gonna continue watching it because you've done the same thing six hundred times. Or they're not gonna watch your creepy pasta video because you've already done six parts of that creepy pasta video. Like you, yeah. you've got to you've got to keep it going. You've got to keep it original, which is why we try. We as a podcast, we try things, and if it doesn't work out, that's fine. Like Mysterious Mondays, that didn't work out for us. We didn't feel like it fit our our niche. Um, yeah, cause, yeah, like like I was telling you, for me, it for me it was. I think I was getting tired of the research. Like I enjoy looking it up. But when it came to, because, like, I would, like, write, like, notes, like, a good, like, it felt like I was writing, like, an essay on my notes and everything, and I started getting, like, tired of it, because I was, like, I just feel like, I, I said, I don't want to write all this, but, like, I have to, because, like, I, I'm not going to remember all this information off the top of my head, and I don't know, I just started getting, like, a little, I guess, burnt out with it. Yeah, and also, at the time, I'd broken my ankle, so it was- Oh, that's uh, right. For- <laughs> Yeah, and so for a few weeks, I was just completely out of it. So you just had to take the the full wall and everything, and I was just like, "Yeah, I can tell that this isn't this isn't meshing." Um, but in all honesty, like um, with YouTubers and stuff, before we go back to the Conjuring Two, is I feel like unless you, because like Matt tried to brand. I know we're just pointing out Matt a lot, but he's a really good subject on the matter. He attempted to do a gaming channel. That didn't work out for him because he actually doesn't like video games that much. He just started a YouTube gaming channel. He does a podcast. I don't think he does the podcast anymore. Like people forget how much work it takes to record an episode because by the end of these episodes, I'm exhausted. <laughs> like I could take a nap. And I gonna lie, social. Um, me- not gonna lie social media like trying to do social media i actually like i've been trying to keep up with social media and so i but like, it's just one of one of those things it's just like i don't know maybe it's because i'm doing too much at once right now because like you know podcasts and you know photo stuff and all this other stuff um 
but it gets tiring just social media is tiring and i feel like it's that's a something lot. that the older youtubers maybe like i'm saying like older like 2012 to 2015 16 they're starting to realize that they're not as niche as what they thought they were and in order to continue their work they've got to progress but they don't know what to progress to <laughs> um but yeah i also yeah, yeah. i also think i know i work we're like going way off because like we're supposed to talk about conjuring but it's just i was talking to like i was i was talking to a friend and i was just saying i was like everyone everyone now is like it's just like you know back in like what when youtube first started or like 2012 you know a lot of these things you know like game like for example gaming like youtube gaming you know like it wasn't that it wasn't a lot of people doing it you know like you had you know like pewdiepie mark markiplier um jack and it was like a couple other people like doing the gaming and but like as it as time went on it was like easier to do because now you can broadcast from your playstation onto twitch like i can easily stream my games for my playstation like it's that easy now and i feel like so many people are hopping on the they're hopping on the place you know not the place the gaming they're hopping on the podcast because it's so easy to make podcasts nowadays and it's like me look like you know as like you know as we've been doing ours and I've been like, you know, I've been like looking up videos on like how to like, you know, grow your like your engagement, grow your audience. It's very like hard and a lot of work to like, you know, increase your audience. And it's like when I look at like, and it's like it's easy for people who already like established an audience to do a podcast because they already have those followers. Because, like, I've seen, was it, like, Snitchery? She's doing, like, Urban Legends now. Um, someone else came out with a... Oh, Mark is doing a, a podcast now, I think. Everyone's, like, all these, like, already established, like, YouTubers and, like, TikTok people. They're, like, doing podcasts now. And it's, like, you know, and it's, like, you get, like, like I said, Snitchery's doing Urban. I don't know what Mark is talking about. I don't know what he does his on. But, like, I think everyone's doing true crime now. And it's, like, very hard to, like, I guess, get known. Because, like, I see people say, like, you got to find your niche. Like, you know, be original. It's, like, it's kind of hard when everyone and their mom is now doing a podcast on true crime. Like, it's very hard to, like, you know, be unique. Because, like, you already have, there's this one girl while she does true crime while eating, like, mukbangs. So she eats food and talks about true crime. You got people who do... It's like Bailey, Bailey Cyan. Yeah, makeup. Yeah, she yeah, does she makeup, does makeup and, and murder. Does, there's this other girl I started recently watching, I think like a month ago. She kind of does makeup when she does. I think her, like, at, at the beginning, she was doing makeup and talking about true crime. Now she just has her makeup already done and she goes straight into talking about true crime. And I've been watching her a lot and stuff. I, I like her voice. So that's why I've been watching her. I think her name is, is like Eleanor something i can't remember her last name but eleanor i also watch uh this mortician lady um and she's actually like a mortician so she talks about how you know a virus would look on a body or like how someone decomposing in a certain temperature would look and stuff like that and that is amazing and it, she's obviously using not only her knowledge from her her education 
to her advantage but like she's made she makes it fun but no i agree it's it's very easy which is why i kind of get pissed off when celebrities like proper like you know everyday celebrities start a podcast it's like of course your podcast is going to be number one on the apple charts because you play football for a living yeah so all your foot all your football fans are gonna watch your football podcast because you're a footballer or of course you you know you're gonna get these people on your po- these famous people on your podcast because you're also a celebrity like of, of course this is gonna yeah. happen yeah like it looks so it's like you know and then they also have like a they have like a team behind them that does all their social media probably for them you know and like posting and like they have like a a good team to edit their videos and stuff so it's like you know if you, like for us we're starting out it's very hard you know to like do all this by ourselves and everything but you know we make it work we make we it make work. it work anyway make so work. conjuring conjuring too the conjuring so too just... the conjuring too um i feel like now we won't really go into what the bit by bit of the film but i'll talk about the bits that i really liked about the film maybe um i really liked, like you the... want me to do a rundown real quick <laughs> <laughs> you want me to fucking like you saying like, like, here, here's the here, here's the spark notes for y'all so you got family right <laughs> Fam- <laughs> you got a family living in england and she got like how it was like four kids or something four kids single mom and one of the kids janet decides it's a good idea to mess with a ouija board you know she's like asking all these questions and stuff and then she lets a demon in, basically, and it possesses her. So, basically, in the first couple nights, weird shit starts to happen. You know, you're hearing noises, like, bangs. And then you she starts talking in her sleep. Like, weird. Like, what was it? She says something like, someone's going to get hit by a car, or, like, killed or something. It was weird. And then, um, basically, chairs are moving, and it creeps the mom out. Because, like, the, um, what was it? The, the son... This, I think it's the son that stutters. He uh, woke up one night and like his fire truck like started moving by itself and everything. And I think this is when you see Cricket Man for the first time. I can't really remember. But basically he like runs his mom and he's like, yo, like there's something happening. And then she's like, oh no, go back to sleep. And then like her, then like I guess the daughters are yelling about something. And then she sees, for she sees in her own eyes stuff moving around like it was like the desk or something or a dresser so she takes her kids takes them to the neighbor's house calls the police and the police are just like "Mm, i don't think you sure like someone's here we checked the whole house there's nothing here and she's like yo like there's something happening in my house and they're like okay and as they leave a chair moves and they're just like listen you need to get your house checked out i know a priest and so you know that's when what at least that at least they're honest about it at least they're like look this isn't this isn't what we do yeah they're just like we this is not our territory you need a priest and then i think this what? is when i think i just like that they're really honest about it like they're just like look this isn't this isn't our area We'll get you someone who is, this is their expertise right here. We'll get you someone that does a better job than us. Um, And I think then it's like, doesn't something happen? The interview people. And then, 
the interview people turn up and they're just like, uh, um... Then, doesn't it... Oh, yeah, 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 no. It, I was about to say, it's the, um, the guy shows up to the house and he's like, hey, we're with the, uh, the media, you know, um, if we do, a, like, a segment on your house, maybe people will be willing to come forward and help you out. And she's like, mm, I don't know. And he's like, listen, you need the help, woman. Take it. And then she's like, mm, okay, fine. And then, like, everyone in the, like, n the segment was kind of exaggerating everything. They're like, did you hear, like, you know, one time I saw this. And it's like, you were never at the house, sir. Or something. But, um... Yeah, but like they do like an interview with like the um the the two daughters because it hap it mostly happened in their room, so they're doing like a uh, interview, and then literally like the Janet gets like possessed on TV and she's like growling and she's like I'm Bill Wilkins and they're just like okay Bill Wilkins, what the fuck you want, and he's like this is my house. <laughs> get out and they're like um sir this is not your house this is uh the family currently living here that it's their house and he's just like nah it's my house get the fuck out <laughs> get, gtfo <laughs> yeah get the fuck out <laughs> and then that's when they like um that's when they like bring in ed and lorraine and they're like listen this family needs help can you help them out? And they're just like, you know, Lorraine is just like, Ed, I said we are not doing any more cases. And Ed's like, did, did you say something? Uh, yes, we'll do the case. Let's go to England. <laughs> like, he, he's Ed's like, just, Ed's we'll do the like, case. Ed's just like, we need to do this because um, I said so. Um. <laughs> mm, and Lorraine's like, Ed, please, I am tired. And he's just like, well, you're going to be more tired after this because we're going to England for this case. I was like, yeah. Ed, please. Um, <laughs> Give yourselves a break. <laughs> yeah, because then after that, they cut, they arrive, don't they, the Warrens? And Lorraine's not really getting a vibe. Like, usually she'd be able to get a she, vibe she, with... Uh, she ain't getting those bad vibes. She's not getting bad vibes. Um, uh, bad vibes! And that. <laughs> bad vibes! Uh, she keeps telling Ed, like, that that's the problem she's not getting anything um at all with the with the spirits like usually she'd be able to feel something or whatever and ed's just like because i think ed wants to help them as in like help them be a family again i think that's what ed really wants like he buys them groceries that you know he plays guitar for them <laughs> oh yo yeah, that song them. but he, he, he fit take my hand. Yeah, no, listen, I was like, this song, I can't, this song hits different. Like, it, it's like, I don't, well, is it Elvis that made that daggone song? Was it him? Yeah. Okay, so every, the version I like is not even him. It's like a cover. And I think it's the version from Crazy Rich Asians. Great movie, by the way. Highly suggested. Um, but they sing it during, like, the song plays during the wedding in that movie. And I'm just like, yo, this song gives me feels. Like, I have this on a playlist, and every so often it comes on, and I'm just like, in the car, like, <laughs> feels. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Ed really just wants to help the family in a different way, not necessarily in a 
uh, spirit way, but like in a, I just want to help yeah. this family. Paranormal way. Yeah, not, yeah, he's more into it, like, I need to help this family, like, thrive, I guess. Basically, over time, they continue to feel like there's something wrong, as in there's nothing happening. There's, like, no um, real proof that um, that she's possessed. Or it's like they have to go, no... like, they have to go to, like, some checklist, basically, like, to prove that it's, like, there's, like, a possession happening or some demon is there and like if they don't pass that checklist the priests are like nope like turns their the eye the other way and they're like uh i forgot their daggone name the the family's name it's like uh shoot it is enfield no 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 well it says the enfield case that's what it is i forgot the family's name uh oh the hod hodson's no 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 that's the other family what is their names Hang on, let me look. No, it's the Hodgsons. Um, yeah, because it says Janet Hod Hodgsons. So that, that's their name. Um, basically, yeah, like, I lost train of thought. But yeah, they have to go through a checklist. And, you know, they're like, you're on your own. If, like, you know, if y'all don't pass this checklist. Um, but the demon that is possessing Janet is, like, hella smart. Because they know, they're like, yeah, like, if you don't pass this checklist, I'm gonna fuck all y'all up. You know, literally, that's what, like, this demon is smart in his daggone movie. But, but basically, like, um, but the thing, it was weird, because it's, it's like, they have to prove that something is there, right? So, they're like, so, like, what, Ed has Janet put water in her mouth, and then speak to the demon, and she starts talking, but she has the water in her mouth. And then the lady that, like, oversees whether or not the priest can come in, she's like, how do you know she just didn't spit the water out? I'm like, I'm pretty sure you would have heard her spit the water out, you know, and lift up the cup. Like, it was literally, like, like the like the, sec the, the seconds of her, like, uh, you know, because they turned around and then she spit the water out. But it's like, those seconds between the Bill Wilkins talking and then them turning around was literally like five seconds. Do you really think this girl can quickly pick the cup up, drink the water, and then put it down real quick? And then look like she was sitting there still? That's what I'm saying. I was like, there's no... I was like, okay, like, you know. And then they were like... I was like, what was it? The part when the mom and Ed was in the... I think her name was like Peggy. They were in the basement where the laundry room is. And uh, she got bit. Do you think she did that to herself? Like, there's only two people yeah, in that with, room. with Peggy Ed in and... the room. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just Peggy and Ed. Do you honestly think she quickly bit herself? And then had dentures laying around? And it's like, look, it's a perfect fit. No, she didn't. It, like, come on. Like, it was just that part. I was just like, come on now. Like, you know it's real. Like, they're not faking it. And stuff like, okay. But, you know, they basically was like, oh, she's... Janet is, like, faking it because... um. So at one point, I can't remember, I think it was Janet, she was looking in the kitchen and she could see the, whatever, the demon or whatever, had a knife and she was like, it's in there. And the, I can't, it's like the, I think it's the kid that stutters, the brother. He, no, no, it's the other kid, it's the other brother. Because basically Ed was like, he was like, you know how like when bullies like bully one of y'all and y'all stick together and stand up to that bully to make them stop? He said, well, you have to do the same thing for Janet when this like 
demon comes and you have to stand up for her and help her get through this. So, the you know, the other brother was, like, doing what Ed said. And he was, like, you know, he, like, he was, like, it's bullying her. We got to stand up for her and everything. And he goes in the kitchen and the door slams. And, um... And then, like, you hear this crashing and stuff. And then I think, like, Janet was in there, too, I think she went in there. And you hear all this crashing and all this stuff. And they go in, and the kitchen is just torn up. And then outside, for some reason, someone was filming outside. It was weird. And they caught everything on camera. Janet just tearing up the kitchen herself. And they were like, that's it. She's faking it. You know, she, she, but in my mind, is like, how do you not know, like, the, the, the demon could have been possessing her at that time and she did it. Like, you know what I mean? But they, they yeah. took it as that she herself, like, there was no demon, like, she did it. But it's like, how many times in the past, like, like for the for example, the first Conjuring, like, the mom was possessed and she was, like, floating and throwing shit all over the place and everything. So it's like, how do you not know, like, that that was happening to Janet? Like, it could have been the demon doing all this, but it's, like, her body. But they took that as, like, oh, she's faking it. She's, like you know, it's, there's no demon here, and then, you know, Ed and Lorraine are like, well, we can't really do anything else, and they leave, but then, you know, it's always in every, in movies like, not in movies like these, but it's always that one moment where they come to the realization that they're wrong, and they got quickly look up something, and they're like, we gotta get back to the house, and, you know, they, uh, rush to the house, but Janet, what did Janet do? Um, what happened in this uh, part? It was, uh, well, it's like, meanwhile, the family, like, because basically it obviously made out that Janet was telling Porky's, um, Porky Pies, and she, um, basically the siblings, the, the siblings were like, oh, why did you lie? And she said it's because the the spirit said that they would kill you if I didn't get Ed and Lorraine out of the house. Um, and then obviously in the meantime, Janet is possessed again but this time she's like floating around and throws her sister across the yeah. room and so so the oh that's right she did eat her across the room yeah yeah and so the mum gets all the siblings out of the house but then goes back to go get janet and then the door slams so it's just janet and the and the ghost meanwhile ed and lorraine turn up and ed's like ready to go in but lorraine basically near the beginning of the film like lorraine has a premonition that that ed dies and so she keeps like getting worried that if ed goes somewhere alone then he's gonna die so <laughs> which this is the bit where i was just like okay coincidence um <laughs> when she figures out the the spirits the demon's name she turns around and a strike of lightning hits the tree and it's just like a perfect stake mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and i was just like right okay um <laughs> But then, like, basically, long story short, uh, Ed manages to get in there and save the day, uh, as you as you do. Um, he he doesn't get stabbed. He doesn't mm. die. But no, he it's almost a good does. Film. He almost it's, falls out a window. I mean, he almost does full on die. I mean, but um, he doesn't. He's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah no he basically long story short at the end yeah, long story short he breaks through the floor to get in the house but in the process gets blinded by heat like steam 
Um, and then he manages to get to Janet's room because she's about to like jump out the window. And so he's like grab, he's like holding her out the window while holding a curtain. And then Lorraine like manages to get inside the house. And then the nun flings her across the room and she's like, I know your name. And then says her name, the nun's name. And the nun has like a moment, uh, and then blow, it was like blows up or something. She like says some words in Latin, I think, and then the nun blows up, and then she pulls Ed back in the window before he falls and dies, and then he's just like, "Ah, oh, you saved me." Also, this is the also the good part when the cricket man comes out, like he busses through the tent and then through the wall, and I was like, best part of the movie, loved it. <laughs> like I it was just that I was like yes like I just really like the crooked man like he looks like he didn't even have a face it was just like a flap of skin going all the way down to his mouth and then like had like creepy teeth and I was like perfect love it need a movie ASAP but yeah you know <laughs> they um they uh save the family and they go home and then you know Ed adds the little crooked man lamp thing to his collection of possessed items and then that's it yeah that's what that's, the, that's, that's everything oh, about the, it's, it's everything about these films just ends with ed uh, ed warren just adding something else to his little treasure room like yes mm-hmm. i do there <laughs> but no it's, it's a great movie mm, it was um well it, it, you know it's a good movie definitely it's just so much better than the last one and i i only hope that they the third one is also improved I hope that's good. But yeah, so I don't know. I I don't know what I gave the last film. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. I'll give this one an eight. Yeah, that's what I was going to give it because I was like, I'm pretty sure I gave it below an eight last time. So I'll give it an eight. I feel like I gave the, I feel like I gave the first one like a six or probably like a six, I think. Probably because I didn't like, I didn't really like it that much. I thought it was okay. Yeah, but this, this this one was definitely better. So, um, just that lighting, just just the blue that twilight blue that twilight blue but yeah i mean i haven't got much else to add um it's late as well and i just kind of want to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) it's late i'm just like yeah it's the conjuring too i'm tired um (laughs) a good film a good watch yeah so um thank you guys for listening to today's uh episode if you liked the episode don't forget forget to uh give it a like and to subscribe to the channel for future episodes we we try and upload every week but hey shit happens (laughs) shit happens shit happens um in the meantime until the next episode don't forget to stay hydrated to take your meds to go to therapy like these children do in this film (laughs) they need therapy uh and most importantly yes they do oh yeah they do they need they need therapy Uh, But most importantly, to stay spoopy. Bye.